Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is the second Sunday after Easter, and it's often called the Sunday of the Good Shepherd. Because of our gospel reading today, which is the same on this day, every Mass, on this second Sunday after Pascha. Because in the Gospel of St. John in chapter 10, multiple times, the theme is our Lord proclaiming Himself to be the Good Shepherd on behalf of His sheep. Let's think about that for just a second. The Good Shepherd, He calls Himself. First, the word good. The word good that he uses to express himself and that is this. The perfect and able shepherd. That is the shepherd that will never fail in his perfect role shepherding his sheep, those who are in his flock. He calls himself the good shepherd. But secondly, who is our good shepherd? We can easily answer Jesus. But let's remember who our Good Shepherd is, who Jesus Christ is. He says, I am the Good Shepherd. And it may not surprise you to note that those words, I am, are the exact same words that our Lord Jesus Christ used as noted just two chapters before when He went before all of the rulers in the temple and said, before Abraham was, I am. And we remembered that on Passion Sunday. They took up stones because they knew what he was saying. I am God. Who is your good shepherd? The I am is your good shepherd. The Alpha and the Omega is the one who shepherds your soul. The one who created everything, is in everything, and holds all things together is your good shepherd. That's why David, when he wrote in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, a lot of times you'll find the word all in caps, Lord. Because the word used there is the one that they use to try to even describe Yahweh. I am the word Yahweh. Yahweh is my shepherd. I shall not want it. Yahweh was such a holy name they wouldn't even say it because it was so esteemed. This mysterious name that God gave, but he let them know who he was. And he was their good shepherd. Also the prophet Ezekiel. In Ezekiel in chapter 34. Would use Yahweh. Where God would present through the prophet. That I am the shepherd of my people. All of these scriptures point to that fact. And we take great comfort. In the one who claims to be. And is indeed our good shepherd. But what's the role. Of the good shepherd. I want to take just a few moments to go through the Gospel of St. John that we have read today. But also Psalm 23 and that Ezekiel passage from the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 34 that describes who God says He is as our Good Shepherd. First is this. I am the Good Shepherd and I will give my life for the sheep. He's making it very clear as it even states in our Gospel reading. I am no hireling. I'm not taking care of sheep that belong to somebody else. And it's very doubtful that a hireling, though he would defend the sheep against predators, it's very doubtful that a hireling would lay down his life for the sheep. And Jesus makes it very clear. 
I am the good shepherd and I will lay down my life for the sake of the sheep. In the gospel, he also says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and my sheep know me. This is a critical statement when you take a look at the role of a shepherd, because with a shepherd to his sheep, it is critical that the shepherd know the personality of each of the sheep. He is in their caretaking. He needs to know when fear comes upon them. He needs to see their slightest action that starts to leave the flock into danger. The shepherd must know his sheep. And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Not only do I know my sheep, each one, but my sheep know me. Let me read to you a quote Father Lawrence Fairley wrote in his commentary on the Gospel of St. John that describes this shepherd to sheep relationship. He says, by his love for the flock, Jesus reveals himself as their true and good shepherd. There is a mutual relationship of love between himself and his flock. Just as the Father knows and loves him, and he himself knows and loves the Father, so the same mutual bond of love unites him to his sheep. We are known by him, and he reveals himself to us so that we may know and trust and follow. Let me ask you a question. How many of you out there follow people you do not know? If you do, come see me quickly. <laughs> There's trust needed in following. There is no way to come by trust but by knowing the one we're being asked to follow. He reveals himself to grant us that faith and that trust to follow him all our days. Another point to the Good Shepherd. The good shepherd gives the sheep all they need for life. And he gives us all we need for life and salvation. And he does it in peace. The prophet Ezekiel. In Ezekiel 34. God says, speaking of himself as a shepherd. I will feed my sheep in good pasture. There they will lie down in a good fold. I will feed my flock and make them lie down. That word lie down is a critical word. It means I'll make them rest. I will lead them, I will feed them, and I will give them a place where they have to be at peace. And by being at peace, please remember, sheep are skittish. The slightest noise would frighten them, which is why David writes in Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. You see, even the noise of rushing water would frighten the sheep and they never settle and relax in the green pasture where they can feed and lie down in perfect rest. This is what our Good Shepherd does. The Good Shepherd also relentlessly pursues those sheep that depart even slightly the flock. Again, the prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel 34, I will seek out my sheep and deliver them. I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away. Psalm 23. Surely goodness and loving kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. That word follow is pursue. The goodness and mercy and the loving kindness of God pursues us when we go astray. 
because he loves us and wants us to himself so incredibly. The good shepherd protects the sheep that he loves. In Psalm 23, we hear this. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy staff are a comfort to me. A lot of people think of that part of Psalm 23 relating to the deathbed. And it's certainly appropriate to read for great comfort at the deathbed. But this is about everyday life. You see, when a shepherd leads the sheep to green pasture, eventually they eat the pasture. So he's got to lead them to the next pasture. And the title that the shepherds would give to an area that was they knew once they bring the sheep through, it was possibly dangerous going through that area. They called it the valley of the shadow of death. Why? Because it was typically the valley between two tall hills where not a lot of light from the sun would get into. And there were many rocks and there were many bushes that predators could hide behind. The shepherd had to be extremely watchful for the sheep and protective during this time. And so what are we being told? That in this life, when we are in danger and we are going through the darkness, our good shepherd, we keep our eyes fixed on him and he brings us comfort because of his rod and his staff. Why? His staff with the crook on it. If any one of us gets slightly out of line, out of love, he reaches out to grab us back in that we not be devoured by he who seeks to devour us and the rod the rod is the weapon the rod of our shepherd Jesus Christ brings me comfort because any enemy that comes upon me it's his job to win the battle he is the victor he is the mighty warrior that fights for me you see my job is stay in the fold stay in the fold I'll give you one more the good shepherd heals the broken lambs. In Ezekiel 34, God through the prophet says, I will bind up the broken sheep and I will strengthen the sick. What might our lives look like if we truly embraced our Lord Jesus Christ as our good shepherd, number one, but number two, submitted ourselves to the life of blessed sheep. How would our lives look different? Look at the icon on the front of your bulletin. Turn to that with me. We have the icon of the Good Shepherd. And as always, the iconography of the church teaches us so much. And I'll point out just a few things. In the forefront, we have our Lord Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, with His sheep. But what's in the background that He has led them out of? Barrenness, dangerous, rocky territory. A place of danger, a place of death, a place where sheep cannot live because there is no sustenance for life. Where has he led them to? Look at what they're standing on. Beautiful, perfect, green pastures of safety and food sustaining their life. All by the leading of the Good Shepherd. But now look at the Good Shepherd and His sheep. And I tell you to look at the sheep first. Every one of them. You have one of them that is following in the posture of following the Good Shepherd. All the others are with the Good Shepherd and they are attentive to Him. 
Every face of the sheep is looking to the good shepherd to listen, to hear his next command. Why? Because the good shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep know him. The good shepherd shares his voice with the sheep, leading them, guiding them. And the sheep know his voice, we're told in the gospel. Do you notice among any of the sheep, do you notice any anxiousness? Do you notice any fear? The sheep are at rest, whether one is lying down or standing next to the shepherd or the broken one that Christ is healing. The good shepherd has the broken on him. And look at the Lord Jesus Christ, our good shepherd's head. It's gesturing right towards the broken sheep, leaning towards it in great care. My friends, what you see in this icon is God's desire for the Christian life in and through union with Him every moment, every day of our lives. It's right there in the icon. What causes the problem when we try to be the shepherd of our lives? When we want to follow our own voice, when we want to create our own order in life that is outside of the order of God, we go back to the barrenness back to the death, back to the danger where our souls may be devoured. But the sheep that hear the voice of the shepherd and follow him, lean into him, relax into the arms of the good and able and perfect shepherd, they feed at peace and are at rest all the days of their life. For this is the order that God has established. You know, they say that sheep are dumb. May we all be ignorant for the sake of knowing Christ Jesus as our good shepherd, that we might live in every benefit of his kingdom in all of the peace to our salvation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.